Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, reviewers? It's your man, Benny Blue, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by rotoinsurance.com. Protect your fantasy team by buying fantasy sports insurance today. Go to rotoinsurance.com and use our promo code JBBenny20 for 20% off your order. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. Fuck what they're talking about. My balls was hot. Fuck what they're talking about. My balls was hot. Fuck what they're talking about. My balls was hot. Fuck what they're talking about. You ain't saying this hoe. Fuck what they're talking about. My balls was hot. Fuck what they're talking about. My balls was hot. Fuck what they're talking about. My balls was hot. Fuck what they're talking about. You ain't saying this hoe. I need to sit my black ass down and do some more cardio. Fuck what you talking about right now. And in five, a four, a three, a two, a one. Woo! Reviewers! Yeah. My God. Yeah. We are back. God bless each and every one of you. Yes, sir. It's the JB and Benny Blue Review. We are so privileged and honored to have you joining us on this fine audio recording. Wherever you may be listening, however you may be listening, we appreciate you. Love Don't you, forget to hit that subscribe button on iTunes. Five-star rate us, goddammit, that helps us go up the charts. We're also on all the other platforms, Spotify, Stature, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, and iHeartRadio. Of course, you can get caught up with all the past episodes, all that good shit on jbandbenablereview.com. As we approach the coveted episode 100, and make sure to follow us for all your fucking social media entertainment right. needs. On at JB and Benny Blue, we make our savage picks. We post memes. JB hops on that bitch talking shit. Apparently, he's playing golf again. We gotta talk about that. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. uh, he's back there on them links out there in the desert. And uh, yeah, man. First and foremost, big sexy. How, how are we living? First of all, how how was the uh, how was it get finally? I know you've been talking about it since you finally back got back out to the desert, but you finally got to play a full round of golf. First and foremost, talk to talk to the reviewers. About how you how you did on a fucking a smooth eighteen holes. Yo, first of all, shout out to um, to offer up, man. You know, what I'm saying? I got a, a beautiful set of clubs on offer up. You know, what I'm saying for hundred fifty dollars, full set of clubs, uh, all the irons, come up. all the irons, the three five and driver, uh, 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 by by uh, my putter, uh, and and the wedge game was strong. You know, what I'm saying so, and I got a beautiful bag, so. You know that that made everything real smooth, and they're they're gripping, shafted, and they they're kind of perfect for me. So it's pretty awesome, a good a good set for me to get back in into it with, and then I'll I'll go and get me a set made. You know what I'm saying? Uh, holler at one of my young, you know what I'm saying? About one of my boys, and we'll get a get a nice set shipped to me, and I had to get it. You know what I'm saying? Tailored for me, but it was beautiful, man, to get out there. You know, first of all, shout out to the great state of Arizona. Uh, shout out to the great city in the greater 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 area that is known as Phoenix. And all the surrounding areas, Mesa, uh, Scottsdale, you know, uh, all Peoria, all the surrounding areas. It is beautiful out here, people. If you have never been to Phoenix, Arizona, in the greater Phoenix area, it is beautiful. Especially when you're on them damn links. Correct. And you can stay on a beautiful day and the mountains are in HD. It's amazing, right? So just to be out there was awesome. Well, as far as shooting, first of all, we play 18 holes of golf, right? Uh, right. And, and with any sport, ladies and gentlemen, reviewers out there, you have to be, you have to be seasoned, primed, and ready, and conditioned to play that sport. Even golf. Uh, so, because of the movements that your body's doing, you're eventually going to get wore out if you're not, you know, if you don't have that endurance for it. So, I knew I wasn't going to have the endurance for 18 holes. Uh, I started trickling off about hole 14, 
And so, yeah, I, I did good though. 14 holes of golf. I ain't played in almost three years, guys. So, uh, I hit the ball well. Uh, I did, I lost one ball, which is amazing. And, uh, hit the ball Pretty well. Good. I parred, um, I had, I parred two, three, two, two par threes and two par fives. And it was just good. It was good to get out there. I made contact really well. Uh, my tip game was decent for the most part up until the end when I started to lose my focus. And, but other than that, man, you know, a lot of up and down, lobs, you know what I'm saying? Approaches about 60, about 45, 50 yards out. Uh, it was good stuff, man. It was fun. Putting game got decent towards the end. That was crazy because in the beginning, the, the greens were running real fast. My big strong ass, I was <laughs> whacking that bitch. So, uh, right. Uh, it was dope, man. Look at the rest, pow. Yeah, it's one of my, one of my loves, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a disciplined man's game. You know, you have to keep your body in a certain position at all times. You, your swings have to be totally, completely disciplined or that, that ball is going to tell on you. So it was great to get out there, man. Uh, we'll be doing a whole lot more. I'll be posting more pictures, uh, reviewers out there on our IG page. So you guys get to, to share my joy. Exactly, and again at at JB and Benny Blue to see all that shit. I'm pretty sure there'll be there'll be uh, some shit on the Instagram story as well. Uh, reviewers, for for those who are wondering, as JB said, it is it is definitely a a patient man's game. Golf is one of those games that it's either gonna like if you in, actually invest the time to learn the craft, as my man has. It's more of a it's more of a a, a craft to it. It's not like a more of a, a physical sport oh, yeah. that he play where you kind of have to go to that 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 physical domination to right. get through it. Like you gotta have patience. Now, for those wondering how it would look when I get on the course, which is let's be clear, I don't know if we've ever talked about it in the past. Very rarely, uh, I'll refer you to the scene when Happy Gilmore is about to smash a bottle over Scooter McGavin, <laughs> and that's how basically how I am on the golf course because. I have no patience for golf whatsoever. I love putting and I love going to the driving range. I hate, I like just me and golf. Like it just doesn't, I don't know, man. Maybe, yeah. maybe when I'm older, I might, I might invest the time to actually like learn the game. But, uh, yeah, your boy, your boy doesn't really, uh, doesn't really play golf. Yeah, but you, I respect you those that, that Benny is a very patient man. <laughs> He's just it. He, has, he doesn't yeah. have a lot of patience for anything. You know what I'm saying? But. Uh, we're we gonna get him out there reviews, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, Blue, when he comes out to visit OJB out here in the, in the desert, I'm definitely gonna get him on the course, you know what I'm saying? And, and even, even if he's just a ride along, we gotta get out there, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, we do it, we, we, we enjoy a couple of adult beverages, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, put, put some of, some of God's greenery in the air. You know, it's golf, man. It's fun. People, people think that, wow. people think Allegedly. that golf is, people think that golf is like, you know, boring and uptight. Nah, you know, I meet some of the coolest people on the golf course. Uh, me and my boy Brian Johnson, uh, played with a cat. His name was Mike. I can't remember his last name. He was an older gentleman from Arlington, Texas. And he, he got, he got, uh, thrown in our, we had a twosome. Uh, we paid for four. So he got thrown in ours. And he was a great dude, man. We had a great time. You know, he, he, you know, he was bumping music. Uh, this older white guy now. He was bumping some tunes, smoking, smoking his cigarettes, drinking some beers. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's a good time, man. It just really is a good time. Out there, out there, like a fucking out there, like John Daly in his prime, fucking guzzling yeah, yeah, yeah. beer, having cigarettes. That is a real thing about golf. You can you can kind of get it in on more of like it's almost like it's almost like if you were just like chilling, like outside having a barbecue, right. like having drinks. Right. Like you're just basically moving. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely take you up on that when I'm out there come December because I know you could probably still golf in fucking. That's a that's a crazy thing about being oh, in yeah, this part yeah. of the hemisphere. That's when, that's when it's at its prime. You can still in, golf in the wintertime out here. Well, hey, that's when it's it's good golfing going on now. 
Right. But in, in the in the interest, because I already know how golfers are, in the interest of not holding up anybody at the tee, because I will be shanking the bitches <laughs> into the woods, uh, I will probably be... Uh, I will probably be supervising, but nonetheless, we'll probably get some hilarious social media content for all you reviewers to enjoy. Because all you already know, we'll be cracking jokes the whole time. But you know, the thing about so, it is, uh, like, yeah. we'll, we'll put you on, we'll put you on like a pitch count. You know what I'm saying? We won't, we won't let you hit every hole. You know what I'm saying? We're like, we'll put you on a pitch count. You know what I'm saying? So we'll let you drive a couple holes. You know what I'm saying? We'll get you, we'll let you get in the fairway. You know what I'm saying? Play with some irons a little bit. Get the tip game up. We get about 45 feet from the hole. You let you put a little bit. We put you on a pitch count, man. You know what I'm saying? We're easy and slow. We're not going to just, you know what I'm saying, put you out there and, and, and expect you to do what the doers do. It's not a big deal. It's what I, this is how I started. You know what I'm saying? I started by playing in tournaments and, you know, just basically riding along, hitting every once in a while. And then once I really got an interest for it, I started hitting the driving range and it, it just became a love of mine, man. So, yeah, man. It, it'll, it'll grow on you. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, bro, and this is more of a message for those who live around the golf course. If you have small children around the golf course, <laughs> prepare to earmuff them because you will hear a grown man shout fuck 27 times in 30 minutes. Oh, Benny gonna be That's kid, a fact. Benny going to be injuring little kids. <laughs> I'm going to be out here fighting Bob Barker. What the fuck, man? In the pro-am. We're gonna have a motherfucking bullhorn with the with the with the word four already memorized on it, so we just gonna hit it. Right. Right. Almost almost say almost say is watch your calves. Just watch your calves or I'm splicing them. Pop! Oh man. Fucking leaving a welt leaving welts on dudes' legs just trying to enjoy their fucking Saturday. Sorry in advance, alright? Don't don't get mad at me because I, I already gave you the fucking warning that it's gonna get ugly. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, it's a fun sport. Yeah, and I know, I know, I know. My guy loves this. That, that, that's why I wanted to check in on him because I know he really hasn't had a chance to do it since he's been back out in the desert. But he has, and like you said, you'll be getting more of that shit. Uh, you know, as 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 he keeps enjoying life. Um, it's a hell of a segue, as we do, because we are the Segway Kings. And damn it, we wanted to start on something positive in the desert. Yes, because not everything is so lovely. Not everything in is the desert. Peachy keen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's rough out here in these in these desert streets, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in the towards the Glendale way. It's kind of rough out there right yeah. now. Man, uh, More towards the west side of town, if you get where we're going with mm-hmm. this. In a, in a certain stadium that's been renamed with a certain football organization that plays in it. And during this segment, which we teased last week, as you know from our last season, if you're rocking with us, which you should be, God damn it, you better we be. do this every quarter of the season. And uh, I'm going to pose a question during the segment that I've never said to JB during our entire, that's right, our entire podcast history. Hell, oh. let alone our entire friendship. Oh. But I'm going to tell, I'm going to ask him during this segment, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, you know what time it is, especially yeah, all of our yeah, Bird Gang yeah. people out there, all of our AZ faithful out there. It's been four weeks, so we got to cover the first four weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the patented. State of the Bird Gang. Oh, yeah. Cue the music. We have a lot to talk about, but I'm going to leave it to the expert. Uh, JB, I was going over some of the stats. I know you've been watching these teams closely. As much as you want to post Drunk Barney, I know you at least got one eye up on these motherfuckers as you slowly pass out from fucking alcohol coma of what they're doing (laughs) to your soul. But tell the reviewers, especially the Bird Gang fans, what you're seeing or not seeing from your guys through the first four weeks, bro. Well, they say progress is a slow process. So, and we are living that shit. Look, the positives that I can take away from third to fourth week is that 
first Josh Rosen starts, and I'm glad he is. Uh, he played a, a really good game for a rookie. Starting his first game, and things didn't go our way. Defense kind of fell off, you know. We, we, uh, and and but that's a that's a high point for us right now. Josh Rosen's playing good ball. He threw some phenomenal balls. He has the arm strength. He has the nuts or the ignorance. It kind of goes hand in hand to be great as a quarterback. You know, you know, you, you you just as quarterbacks that are young, they take their lumps because they're like, oh, I can throw that in that pocket. Oop, interception. It's not college football anymore. But they live and they learn. That's the beautiful thing about it. Uh, our offensive line totally getting better. I feel like the play calling, Mike McCoy is coming into his own as a play caller. It's getting better. Now, we had a questionable call, uh, third and two, um, the last week, not last, not last week, week four, and David Johnson wasn't in the game, and we didn't get the third and two. It, yeah, it was, you know, it's, it's some questionable things going on. But 31 and 13 have to touch the ball for us to be successful. And early in the game, that's exactly what was happening. 31 and 13 were touching the ball, and we were having success. So, uh, defensively, our defense plays well. They, we, we as a team have to finish. We have to play four quarters of football, and we haven't done that to date. Of course, it shows off on our record. We're on four, but things are on the horizon. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dead or down on my team. I understand that it's this is a true first year coach season. You know, a lot of coaches that come in this thing and they have early success. That that's a, that's that's. That's bloopish. That's a whim. It's, it's it's unexpected and it's super fortunate for them. But right now we're taking our lumps. We're taking our pops in the mouth right now, and it's all right. We're gonna be better. We're gonna be better. So I'm, you know, I posted drunk Barney and being funny. Sometimes it's just you know the way we've lost. You know, it's you know, it's, you, know it's, you know, we got our ass whooped by LA. That, I, I ain't gonna lie, I kind of expected that. But the last couple games mm-hmm. have been close. We played tough ball. You know, against the, just the Bears, we came out. First half, smoking ass. Second half, we just didn't show up. Played in the locker room. And against Seattle, we, we played them tough. And, you know, you end up losing the game at the end because uh, OG Phil Dawson missed the kick. Hey, shit happens. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I mean, shit happens, man. I mean, I can't, you know, you, you can be mad at the motherfucker all you want, but this shit happens. He's going to make more than he's going to miss any day of the week. So, it, just, it was just a bad time for him to miss. So, we're, 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 there's some optimism. We got San Francisco this week, and I do believe that we're going to fare very well against them because I think our defense is going to do a great job and our offense is going to do a better job. We're going to play four quarters of football, and we're going to get our first W against one of our arch nemesis in the NFC West. So there's a little, there's there's a hint of optimism. Okay, and I was going to say, you're, you're very – you 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 definitely put on your coach hat for that because you can see the optimism, which makes sense. I mean, obviously, there it's not like it's not like they're it's not like they're running out there with a bunch of fucking CFL players to why they're playing this way. It's just like you said, it, it's more of a they got the new quarterback, it's a new coach. Um, you know, there's they've had some injuries. There 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 are things changing. Right. Now I took a look. So I took reviewers. You already know we're not big stat guys, but we look at just enough to know where where the wind is blowing. If you, if you get what we're saying. Now, I took a look because I wanted to get to the bottom of what the hell has been happening. Because let's face it, in the history of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, neither of our squads have ever been quite in the position that the Burr Gang is in currently. Right. And what I've come to the what I've come to the conclusion of is looking at the stats is they can pass pretty well. They're actually top fifteen in passing, but when it comes to 
stopping the run and then running the ball, it's not they're the the Bird Gang is at the bottom. They're they're close they're close to the bottom. And you know, just we're again we're doing State of the Bird Gang every quarter, and we're talking about what's happening after the first quarter ball. And as it stands right now, the Bleed Gang is the only winless team left in the in the league. However, I am with you on that sentiment that they are going to go into. The big bell bottom, as uh, one Chris Berman says, and get the W. I agree, and we'll talk about that right after this in Savage Pick. Right. But, JB, question that I have to post to you that I've never asked you, and I hope to never ask you again in All the day. history of our podcast, our friendship, or, or otherwise. Jeremy JB Bridges, at this moment right now of this recording, after four weeks of football, are your Arizona Bergang Cardinals currently the worst team in the league. Yeah. I can't even believe I just asked you that. Yeah. But it's a relevant yeah. question. Hell yeah. I'm, like, I'm not... You know, hey, you know, he, hey, long as you know each other, you know what I'm saying? Oh my God, he's a really good... I consider this man my brother, you know what I'm saying? So for you to ask me that question, that'd be that, brother. that wasn't shit to me. Hell yeah, we are. You know, we're just, you know, it, it, you, oh, you, shit, as a real. team, as a team, man, if you're not, you have to play good ball and like, and, and, and it has to be like, okay, well, these two phases are are holding up, but this phase isn't. All right, well, we got to get this phase up. Speed will be cool. No, no, we're just not. We're not clicking on all three cylinders. And hell yeah, we're the worst team in the in the NFL. And it's not, you know, trust me when I say it ain't about much. There's some teams out there that's, you know, like I ain't gonna start calling no names, but there's some teams out there that ain't ain't, ain't on point either. They just have had fair fair better than us on Sunday. But yeah, we bad right now, man. We really bad. Mm-hmm. Man. But notice Damn. people notice people I said we. I said we. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a fair weather fan. I said we're bad right now. That means I'm still rocking exactly. with my group. Come hella hot water, man. That's what you exactly. call a fan. Not a groupie, not a bandwagon mm-hmm. jump. I'm a fan. Oh, reviewers. Reviewers, you you know. I mean, Jesus Christ. You're listening to the voice of a long suffering surprise I don't have alcohol poisoning. Uh, Lions fan, and that's because I don't. Dr- that's because I don't drink or eat my feelings. Because if I did, oh boy, your boy would be taking diabetes medication. You hear what I'm saying? It would be bad. But moving forward, we want we want to end the stay in the burgang on a positive note. And I'm with you. And we're, we're, we'll talk about that more in detail on our savage picks in terms of them being in to go in there. Because as of right now, actually, Rosen in a short amount of time is making some hay. And he can he he's good he's he's you can tell he's starting to build chemistry with some of the core guys right Kirk Fitz obviously you, you got some guys that he can get the ball too and the other thing is it's like with the Niners they can't they're they, there's just there's not enough weapons they're not gonna the, even though the the Cardinals rank where they rank with a the rushing they're gonna force Young Bethard to throw the ball and I think Pat P is gonna be able to make some plays for them but we'll get more in detail with that just looking at the schedule all right so they're at the Niners this week we'll go over the next we'll just go over the next four weeks. Niners away at Niners at the Vikings, Broncos at home, and then Niners back at home. Those are the next four weeks. That basically takes you through the rest of this month. Right. So, I mean, in terms of, in terms of a, we'll, we'll say you know how coaches do, especially like if, if you're losing at halftime, it's a new half zero zero. We're gonna say zero zero. All right, we're gonna right. keep it positive. So zero zero. Obviously, reviewers, you already know we pick our own squads. We justify how our squads are gonna win, even if they, in our heart of hearts, we know it ain't gonna happen, but. If they're 0 for 0 right now, 0 for 0, new season, how 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 do you like them through the second quarter given that schedule of of this season? Well, I like uh I like our chances against 
San Francisco, obviously. Uh, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna sweep them this year. Um, Denver is gonna be tough because they like to run that ball, man. And we got to figure out a way to stop mm-hmm. the run. They got two dynamic running backs, both rookies, by the way. And uh, we got to stop th- that running game. Uh, I feel like we can disguise some coverages and get Case Keenum to throw us up a couple balls. And if we stay consistent on offense, then we can we- we'll-, we'll be able to compete with them. Uh, I'm saying I'm gonna say three and you know I'm gonna say three and one because I feel like again we're gonna sweep San Francisco. I feel like we're gonna go steal one in Minnesota. A lot of people are gonna count Ooh. us out. I feel like we're gonna go steal one in Minnesota. And yeah, and and and, and again, this win starts it off right. So we got San Francisco, and then we go to to, to Minnesota. Uh, so we got two games on the road. I think it's just what we need. We need to get on the road and get a back against the wall mentality. And we're going to come away with two wins and people are going to be scratching their heads like, what the fuck? But it goes any given Sunday. That's just how it goes. And right now, my Cardinals are due for one. We're going to get one in San Fran or San Jose or wherever the fuck they play at now. And then we're going right. to go and we're going to shock Minnesota. Denver is going to be a rough one. Playing in mile high. Um, and then we got That's a home game. That's a home oh, game. That's a home game. Okay, so... I mean, you know, it's, it's you know, damn, it'd be a home uh, away game. It's, it's, it's going to be so many Denver fans, that motherfucker. But, right. Uh, and then we, you know, we, we come back at home with San Francisco. So I'm going to say three and one. I'm going to say three and one in, okay. in the second quarter. And we're going to start to see some better things going on. Josh Rose is going to really get in the groove with his playmakers. And it's just going to be a good deal. Right. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm with you on the Niners sweep. I think they're going to go two and two. I mean, the Vikings they're having trouble running the ball because they. I mean, Dalvin Cook's health has been questionable, and they really have been kind of playing. They, you know, they haven't really been able to. They're kind of similar in ways how they um how they deal with shit like the fucking Falcons, where it's like shit has to be a shootout. They basically have to force young Kirk. You like that Cousins right, to make right. plays for them, and obviously Denver's Denver. There's more balance there. It's not going to be that exciting on offense. Um, but I do think, you know, even though it is a home game, I think that they may drop that one. So, I mean, you know, I could see three and one. I'll give I'll give them two and two. I think the way with what happened with Jimmy G, not enough weapons with, with the Niners. Um, yeah, they're, ba- they're basically creating chemistry on the fly. And they're not definitely, I don't think they're going to figure it out by the end of the month. And I think they're going to, I think they're going to sweep the Niners as well, which there you go. That, that's, a, that's a couple of wins. And then after that, they got at Chiefs, Raiders, at Chargers, at Packers. Of course, I will be in the building when they play. The kitties in December, then at the Falcons, and then the Rams and the Seahawks. So, yeah, man, I mean, the league, the league as we talked about it, reviewers, at the very beginning of the season when we, when we made our whole run that back, if you want to know who we actually picked and, damn it, who we have to fucking stick by, mm. no matter how right or wrong it may be by the end of the season. But we mm. made our full season predictions for Super Bowl, conference championships, division championships, that whole shit. And, I mean, the whole league as a whole has really, the, the whole bottom has lifted. So all a lot of those shitty teams that were shitty these last three years, five years, right. maybe they're not amazing, but they're definitely not in the fucking cellar anymore. Right. So for the Bird Gang to be quote unquote the worst team in the league as of right now, that's saying a lot because there are a lot of teams. Shit, people were fucking writing the Raiders obituary. They're gonna start rattling off some wins. Right. You know the Browns are better. We've been talking about it. The Jets are better. Um, yeah, man, there are just teams that are just getting better, and a lot of these. Teams are going to be making the playoffs at nine and seven or ten and six because it's not going to be unless you're the Rams. Basically, it's really not going to be like a fucking twelve and four, fucking you know thirteen and three type season. It's, yeah. it's not going to be that way for a lot of these teams. But that's good. That like like JB said, the classic thing. Every any given Sunday, goddamn it, word to Al Pacino and, yeah, yeah, Al Pacino. and Willie Beeman. All right, 
Speaking of every given any given Sunday, oh man, we're switching the game up this week. We're gonna slap you in the mouth Ooh. right now Ooh. with our savage picks. But before we do, bro, we gotta find out how we did last week. And uh, how we do? Yeah, man. How do we do? And with a drum roll, please. JB, he's at 26, 35, and 2. And your boy, the great Blue Dini, he's back at a winning record, 32, 30, and 2. Well, let's see how we did. Real quick recap with the week four picks. Thursday Night Football, we both picked the Rams. That was the fun as hell game to watch. Uh, YG was getting hype as fuck, standing up, standing on the table. Fucking dapping up, looking like uh, looking like a disco up. lemon. <laughs> yeah, he did that. Fucking that bright ass yellow jacket. Hey, and shout out, hey, shout out to all our LA people, especially all all of our uh, all of our folks out there listening who are who are part of the culture, right. as we say, meaning 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 them colors. Shout out to YG, who's comfortable in his, enough in his own skin where he's not OD with it all the time. Your man can rock blue. He can yeah, rock fucking yeah, yellow. Yeah, yeah. He can he and he he has some he has he he hell he's he'll I've seen him in some fucking high high waiter fucking uh, chino pants with no socks and I'm like <laughs> you know what my man's got some style all right so shout out to YG, shout out to YG. he's repping oh, he's repping for L A and I appreciate it I appreciate it you know what I mean it's it's, not, it's it's refreshing to see you know what I mean so the Rams as JB said they're fucking they're the team to beat we talked about last week they're the team to beat we ain't gonna talk much more about that. Uh, Fitzmagic came to an end. They went to Soldier Field. They lost. Um, JB JB put his my bookie bet of the week on the Bills, and I predicted that correctly. The Cheese Eaters got that done at home. Uh, the Eagles lost to the Titans. We both picked the Texans. They finally got a W. Uh, Pats dude. They beat the they beat the Finns at home uh, last week. I got my fucking my bookie bet of the week correct. It was uh it was it was a thriller. The Browns at the Raiders, and they went to overtime and uh. Yeah, as I as I kind of predicted, the Browns aren't quite at that point where they know how to finish a game. Yeah, but at the same time, at the same time, Benny, on that Browns and Raiders game, there was a questionable call that really swayed the victory of that game. Uh, they they kind of they kind of gave oh yeah yeah they kind of gave the Raiders they kind of gave the Raiders the win. Uh, but you know right. it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's a W on one side and the L on the other side, so it's all that matters. And the Raiders and the refs too. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad you stepped in and mentioned that shit because that is, that is worth noting. The referees, listen, it's, it's so easy to, to bitch about referees these days, but in that game, for the reviewers who didn't see it, the referees legitimately took away a touchdown from both teams. Mm-hmm. There, was a t- there was a play, I believe it was in the first half, you probably know what I'm talking about, um, Marshawn Lynch wasn't down, and right. they, they blew the whistle, yeah. and they took away a touchdown from him. Right. And they took away a touchdown from the Browns. Refs, we already got enough bullshit to deal with, with this whole body weight roughing the passer shit. Helmet to helmet, all that shit. Please, for the love of God, yes. lean on your resources. There are cameras everywhere. There are 18 of you on the field at all times. Hmm. Just please, as the season goes on, especially when it gets to more consequential games, like with the playoffs on the line, stripes. Everyone's hard on you. I know people fucking give you shit all the time, but please, just tighten that shit up, man. Please, just do it. Because you're literally taking away touchdowns from teams. That's all I'm saying. And uh, yeah, man, we both we both picked the Chiefs correctly on Monday Night Football. Both picked the Ravens, and we both picked the Steelers, who beat the Niners. All right, that's a quick recap of Week Five. We'll see how we'll do. Or I'm sorry, that was Week Four. Literally, I'm getting my fucking dates mixed up. Oh, God damn, we're a quarter way in the season. We're in the fucking time machine. Jesus Christ! But we're in Week Five now. God damn it! And you know what that means? It is time for motherfucking 
Savage picks were week five. Cue the music. Let's rock, bitch. That's right. Oh, man. Starting right off with our Thursday night patented Savage pick exclusively on IG again. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue for that. All all that fuckery that comes with our shenanigans on our social media platforms. A lot of, a lot of that going on. Um, yes. And oh, by the way, shout out to everybody who always will vote on our on our question of the day polls that I put up on our Twitter. Again, at JB and Benny Blue. I asked who won, and I always try to add other, uh, other possible winners. Uh, this week, I added the Colts, the Patriots, Dunkin' Donuts, and Andrew Luck's shoulder surgeon. And apparently, Andrew Luck's shoulder surgeon won. So, uh, shout out to whoever that is, because apparently he won the game. Uh, yeah. And he actually played better. He actually played better. That was an interesting game to watch. Now they got the pass, got Josh Gordon. You know what I mean? They have some play. Julian Edelman's back, and of course, he spends so much time with Brady. They just fell right back into chemistry. And they got the W. Yeah, then they got the W. So, we, we both picked that correctly. But moving right along into the actual picks, first and foremost, AFC matchup. You got the Titans at the Bills, and the line is five and a half for the Titans on the road. I'm not betting on the Bills no more. Titans. Ha! And that's it. It's as simple as that. Simple as that. Nothing else to say. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Titans as well. They're they're starting to they're you know they're starting to put it together. Um, yeah, definitely not. Definitely not trusting the. Uh, the old Bills Mafia. Sorry, boys. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they by the by, and let's be honest. Let's be honest, reviewers. We're talking about the state in the Bird Gang. The real worst team in the league is probably the Bills. Let's just keep it funky. They're they're going to end up being the worst team in the league. JB Squad is not going to be in, in at the very bottom of the stellar for long. And uh, yeah, we're both uh, we're both picking the Titans. Uh, moving right along, another. ASC matchup. Talk about two fucking deceiving ass teams, bro. Man. Especially early in the season. It's the Finns at the Bungles, and the line is thick for the Bengals at home. Okay, I, I wouldn't take the line, but I am going to take the Bengals. You know, Miami's been doing some great things. They've been throwing the ball down the field well. Been running the ball pretty good. Old Frank Gore starting to find the youth. You know, defense is playing really well. Uh, Tannehill's doing just enough, and his receivers are making some plays for him. They're playing good ball, but Cincinnati. You know, and especially them being at home. If they were in Miami, I would probably pick Miami. But I'm going to go with Cincinnati because, you know, they, they can put points on the board. And their defense is the thing that's kind of sketchy. But they'll, they'll, they'll play better at home than they will in the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm picking the Bengals as well. I mean, you know, they're, they're putting shit together. I mean, there's something to be said as, as long as they've had that whole Marvin Lewis combination together with that staff. I mean, they used to have Hugh Jackson, who's now the coach of the, the Browns' offensive coordinator. You know, there's something to be said for a team that has good playmakers that can stay together. I mean, you know, eventually you do kind of figure it out. Now, are they a fucking contender? I ain't going to go that far. And the Dolphins are well coached with Adam Gaze. But ultimately, I think it comes down to the the, the Bengals having more playmakers. They get they get Mr. Suspension himself. Vontez Burfecht is back. So they get, they get more playmakers. Um, you know, maybe they'll get some more out of Joe Mixon. And I mean, you know, they're playing at home. I mean, you know, they they have a they have a they have a fan base that's going to be rocking with them. And the, the Dolphins don't really travel well like that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm taking I'm taking the Dolphins again another L uh, as well. Uh, again, another another AFC matchup, but this is a uh, this is a true fucking AFC North matchup. Man. It's the former Cleveland Browns. That's the Ravens, if you will, yeah. uh, at the Browns, and the line is. Baltimore on the road by three. Interesting, interesting line. Um, but uh, what what say you, sir? Well, 
this is one of those games that it's, it's, this is a do I have to pick this game, but it's a good one because it's, it's mm. they're, they're two equally yoked teams that they're you know the the only thing that I can say about Baltimore is that well no I was about to say they can they can throw the ball well they do they throw the ball down the field better because uh, <laughs> Smoke Brown yeah. is playing at a high level and Flacco is dropping it in the bucket now. They have a, a deep threat with with uh, what's his name Holiday or Galladay Holiday, the Browns. Right, correct. Callaway is that yeah. Callaway? So Callaway, Antonio yeah. Callaway. Yeah, so they have a deep threat in Callaway, uh, but he's kind of inconsistent. He's young, kind of inconsistent. So it just basically boils down to whose defense plays better. To be real with you, and both of them have some dynamic defenses now. <laughs> uh, perhaps he dropped right. a lot of balls last week. I don't expect him to be that way this week, and. I'm going to go Baltimore, uh, and, I, I, and betting, I'll take the line. I call this my, my bookie bet of the week. I'll take the line, I'll take Baltimore. Okay. All right. So that's my bookie bet of the week. I'm taking the Ravens on the road as well. They're they're finding some chemistry. Flacco's playing better ball. Defense is stout, as expected, of course, led by T-Sizzle. As you said, a former former, uh, former, former Bird Gang, Smoke Brown, correct? That's, yeah, that's, that's who they have, have now? Yeah, just, is he, yeah, he, just never let him go. Yeah. Hey, you know, it is what it is. Yep, that's as you know. Two words, as you always say, cat friendly, and it, it is the business. So he's over there. Um, so he's been making some plays. They've been actually using Lamar Jackson in some interesting ways. And I mean, listen, the Browns proud. They're going to be rowdy as fuck. I mean, they're they're playing they're playing the team that they're playing the franchise that was literally stolen from them. So it's, I know it's I know it means something, and I know they're really developing a true home field advantage. Um, and, you know, listen, the Browns are going to make some plays in offense. Baker's going to be exciting to watch. Unfortunately, I think it is going to be another situation where there's just, there's going to be just enough smart coaching on behalf of, of uh, Mr. Harbaugh. Yeah, young Harbaugh. They're going, to, they're going to decide it late, um, but it's going to be fun. I'm definitely going to be watching it. Um, I'm, I'm going to be watching it on another screen as I watch my squad. That's right. It's the fucking cheese eaters. The cheese eaters. I'm going to in, in the big mo. And the line is a point, which I think is slightly disrespectful, to be honest with you. The line is a point. For the Lions at home, damn, one point. Mm-hmm. And they trying to fuck some people's pockets up, man. Uh, exactly. I'm gonna roll with uh, with the D Town Boogie. You know what I'm saying against against the Cheese Eaters, uh, Mister Mister Aaron Rodgers. You know he's a bad man. Uh, he's still a little dinged up, even though they went out and smoked Buffalo like brisket. Uh, it's a different squad, and you guys, you know, y'all, you guys had a fan base is gonna be uh, NFC North battle. Fans gonna be riled up. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the with the kitty. Yeah, exactly. Kitty, kitty, kitties win at home, and I, I'm I'm actually saying this despite our, our our agreed upon rule to pick our to pick our squads. Uh, logically, I am picking them number one. Kitties, the number two pass defense right now. I mean, they've really they've really shored that up, and they have some good chemistry in the secondary. Because the Packers can't really run the ball consistently. Right. They're going to force Rodgers to make plays. But again, Rodgers, Rodgers is hop along Rodgers right now. I mean, right. he's not 100%. We all know how he can move the pocket. But again, he's going against a really good secondary. Detroit also, like the Bergang, has, has trouble stopping the run. But they're actually getting really... De- it's a weird thing to say at this point. But they're really developing a run game. Turning on Johnson into the, into the feature back with... Big old Legarrett coming down, coming in the third down. They can split out Theo Riddick. They can get him some plays. We already know what fucking Golden Tate can do as far as yards after catch. He knows how to slip into the gaps in that zone, and I think the Packers are going to have uh, trouble stopping that. So it really, it's going to come down to a game where they're really going to have to, they're really going to force Rodgers to make some plays because I don't think the rest of the team one, is going to stand up with him. 
one thing, Bennett, I want to say the X Factor is going to be that young running back that Green Bay has. Uh, you guys do have mm-hmm. issues stopping the run, and he is a dynamic runner. He runs hard. He has great vision. So he'll, he'll be an X Factor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you guys contain him, y'all definitely sure up a win. True. You're 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 absolutely right. I think that the kitties close it late. Um, yeah, man. Uh, getting getting a good division win and a much needed division win because um, it kind of laid an egg last week against the fucking the boys. And uh, yeah, let's uh, we won't even talk about that because it just when you, when you lose by a field goal to end the game, it's just kind of like really, really. Yeah, but nonetheless, yeah. they're taking it back home and they're gonna win it home. All right, moving right along. AFC matchup. It's the Duval County Jaguars against the red fucking hot Kansas City Chiefs. Line is three for the Chiefs at home. Well, interesting yeah, matchup. I'm going to say this and I'm going to stay with all the goals, man. Uh, Showtime Mahomes is playing lifestyle football right now, right? but he has not yet faced a defense like these nasty ass Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, be real with you. All you gotta do is shut down little fuck. Uh, you know, that's pretty much it. And they can do that. They have linebackers that can run with them. They have cornerbacks that can run with them. They have safeties that can run with them. They shut down little fuck. Alright? And I, what is his name? I'm having trouble with his name. Uh, what's his last name? The little fast motherfucker for Ta- Kansas City. Talking about Tyreek Hill? Yeah. They can, if they can shut down little fuck, then they're gonna get this W. Uh, uh, and, and another reason why I want to say Jacksonville is because Kansas City's defense fucking sucks. All right, like I mean, they yeah. they, they can't stop a fucking uh, a runny nose. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, and, 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 that's a, and that's a damn shame because if they had half a defense. If they had a defense that like could halfway complement their offense, shit, Super Bowl favorites. You know what I'm saying? Without a doubt. But right. Jacksonville's going to come in there. They're going to pressure Mahomes. He ain't going to be running around like crazy because Calais Campbell on the defensive line. They're going to get active, and he's going to go some turnovers. He's going to struggle this game. Jacksonville is going to come out there with a win. Mm-hmm. I might even consider this a possible trap game, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. If the Chiefs are on the road, I would probably pick the Jaguars. Everything you're saying is correct. I think, but I think on the flip side, you know, Bortles, Bortles is hot and cold, and obviously they have the issues with you know with Fournette's health. Um, I mean, yeah, man, it, it could, it, it may, it may bring Mahomes. Don't get me wrong, this shit may bring Mahomes back down to earth. But I think they do just enough offensively to squeak out of there with the win. Um, I think everything you're saying is going to happen. I just think it's going to end up being, it's, you know, I think it's going to be close. It could be, it could be a like a fucking field goal to win type situation, right, right. only because of the kind of the equalizer of that Duval defense. So. I'll take the Chiefs at home, but uh, you know that's one of the. It's one of these that I pick it. It's like I would not be shocked if the Jaguars go in there and and give the Chiefs their first loss of the season. So we'll see what's good with that. Uh, moving right along, again another AFC matchup. You got them Broncos heading to the Jets, 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 uh, and the line is. Oh, this is another interesting one. The line is a point for the Jets at home. Broncos at Jets. Get the fuck out of here! I'm going Denver. And I ain't even going to give explanation. Denver. Right. Yeah, I mean, shit. Mahomes, they're gonna, they're gonna give, they're gonna hit Mahomes. They're gonna give uh, Darnold some trouble. Um, you know, Jets, another one of those teams, man. They they got some good promise, but they, you know, they haven't really put it together um, enough to win. Uh, I think the defense can do some good things as far as kind of, you know, uh, neutralizing Case Keenum. Because I mean, let's let's face it, Case Keenum is kind of is what he is at this point. He's solid, but he's. I don't. I think that that season that he had last year in Minnesota was. That was like if he if when when they if they ever do a football life case Keenum 
they're going to be spending a lot of time on that season last year because oh, that yeah. was about oh, as yeah. magical as it gets. It was a double game phase. Right, exactly. I, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the Broncos on on the road as well. Just too much defense, and they're gonna they're gonna throw some looks at at Darnold to con- to confuse the young rookie, as they say about young quarterbacks. Uh, moving right along, um, now this could be a potential shootout. Um, you have the Falcons, the Doity Boyds, uh, at the Steelers, and the line is three and a half for the Steelers at home. Wow, Vegas is really trying to fuck some people's pockets up right now. Uh, they must yep. be losing. They must Basically. be losing money like crazy over there. Like, you know, uh, gambling being legal, they 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 taking a hit. So mm-hmm. with this one, see, this is a tricky game right here, all right? Because Atlanta, with all the firepower they have, Pittsburgh playing at home is a different team, and I think that they're they're picking up steam, even though they didn't really have a good showing last week. They're they're constantly picking up steam, and for them to be at home. I believe that they're going to get a nice little upset over the, the high-powered Atlanta Falcons because I just feel like I feel like uh, Matty Ice is going to turn to a slush. He's going to throw him a couple picks, mm-hmm. and I feel like Pittsburgh is going to come away with this victory at home. Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess, I, and I'm not even sure the way these teams are. I'm not even sure what you would consider to be an upset because I mean, you got the Falcons one and three, you got the Steelers one, two, and one. The Falcons can't stop anybody. I mean, the only way that they can win, if you score 30, damn it, the Falcons got to score 32. That's how they play. And until they actually figure it out otherwise, they put a lot of fucking stress on that offense to try to, you know, to try to fucking make... Like, that game against the Saints, that was basically like the fuck. That was like that was like the football version of the Spider-Man meme, right? right? Like, it's just like... They're just both pointing at each other. Like, neither of us can stop each other. It's just going right. to be a fucking shootout. shootout. Um, Steelers are just way, are way more stout across the ball. I mean, and I even, and, and even saying way more stout might be a stretch at this point. But, yeah, you know, you ultimately, I think they have more balance. Right. But I think ultimately, I think they do have more balance. Um, it may be an ugly game, but uh, I think that, I think the Steelers will, will get it done at home against the fucking bipolar as fuck. Uh, Falcons who can't get it done against the Bengals, but they'll they'll go play another game and, and they'll kick ass. It's like, man, you talk about betting. Do not put your fucking bets on the goddamn uh, Falcons because they will fuck up your pockets. Trust and believe. Uh, moving right along, getting more into our conference. Thank Jesus. It's the uh, it's the it's the G men at GG's former com- former employer, the Black Cats. That's some Panthers in Carolina, and a line is thick. For the Panthers at home, man, cats, scratch, diva, the rap, man. I'm not, I'm not. You know, it ain't nothing that 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 New York can do on the real that is going to affect Carolina. Uh, Cam is <laughs> going to do what Cam do, and that's just what it is, man. They're going to be three and one after this. Carolina's a really solid football team all the way around the board, and New York is not. <laughs> so sorry, Kim. Right. But gotta roll with the with the with the with the cats on this one. Yeah, man, I'm going with the black cats as well. G men, I mean, unless they're giving the ball to Saquon, they got a jank as fuck, like short throw, very predictable offense. Puts a lot of pressure on the defense. Carolina's gonna be riled up. They're re- they're reeling off the hurricane. They have playmakers. I think this one has the potential to get ugly. Um, and I'm picking the Panthers at home as well. G men, you gotta you, you you gotta figure that shit out, dude. Uh, I mean, not, I mean, definitely not trusting you on the in, road. In the words of Ti and Lil Kim, get get together. Right, nice. 
Yeah. Uh, speak, speaking of teams getting their shit together, it's the... Basically playing a home game against the, the San Diego, L.A., Orange County, Ventura, Santa Barbara Chargers. Uh, talk about talk about fucking weird uh, para, like third dimension matchups. Yeah, the Raiders are at the Chargers, and the line is five and a half for the Chargers at home. But uh, to quote uh, Lee Corso's crazy ass, not so fast, my friend. But Bizzle man, what do you say? Tell you what, now uh, these damn Chargers are so unpredictable, man. It, it ain't funny. But one thing they do have is that goddamn defense. And one thing Oakland is, is inconsistent as fuck on offense. So, I wouldn't take the line, but I am going to take the Chargers. Uh, is, I'm going to put out a disclaimer for fans, all right? Listen up, reviewers, uh. listen well. If you're going to be at that game, be careful, all right? Because you got two fan bases, and there's a lot of a lot of old Oakland jerseys, Raiders jerseys getting blown off in L.A. right now because they finna put them jerseys <laughs> on the head to that damn game that's still up center in Carson, California. Oh, yeah. Uh, be careful. Somebody bound to get shot. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Bring be your brass right. bring your brass knuckles, bring your slingshots. You know what I'm saying? Have your have your fucking have your fucking switchblade tucked uh, tucked up against your nuts. Def Pause. Long down. You know what I mean? It's gonna be rowdy. Def it's gonna be rowdy. Hey, it's gonna Def be long down, nigga. Right. <laughs> exactly. V- vest vest up. Do what you gotta do, cause we are definitely gonna be seeing some clips on Instagram of World Star. Of some drunken, sloppy, over the seat fights. It's going to be oh, hilarious. Yeah. Probably going to be bad. Uh, yeah, it, exactly. And yeah, as JB said, I mean, for those who don't know, I mean, and those who don't remember, the, our younger reviewers out there, I mean, the Raiders are an LA team. I mean, they got the Chargers, they got the, the Rams, and the Rams surprisingly do have a bigger fan base than I thought. And even the Chargers have some good support. Right. But honestly, the Raiders, the Raiders and the Cowboys are probably the most popular teams. In LA, obviously, you're going to get a lot of bandwagon now with the Rams. The fact that they're basically a contender, and I think the Chargers as well. But I, I'm picking the Raiders on the road. They're figuring it out. They're finally, Carr's finally kind of becoming what he should be in terms of how he's played in the past. He he's developing a good relationship, good passing relationship with that tight end, and Marshawn is still playing at a high level. Um, they're definitely, I mean, listen, you know, they can they can fucking dance around it all they want to. They're definitely missing Khalil Mack on on the pass rush side of things. Um, Chargers, they are kind of. I mean, they they have a good defense, but they're also kind of hot and cold. They're missing Joey Bosa. I think the Raiders come in and and, and take one as basically a, a we'll call it like a half home game. Um, and I think I'm I'm picking them. I'm picking them to to you know to win on the road if you want to even call it the road. So JB's got the Chargers. I'm picking the Raiders on that one. Um, all right, NFC Championship. Rematch from last year. Rematch. Skull Vikings at the fucking E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. Vikings at Eagles. Line is a field goal for the Eagles at home. I'm going to take the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles on this one, man. They're playing at home. That crowd is going to be raucous. Yeah, I mean, the city of Philly is going to be rocking and jumping and spraying and bouncing. And, uh, you know, it's going to be... The reason why I'm saying it is because it's going to be a... It's going to be an anti-Kirk Cousins game. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just spoke about earlier how mm-hmm. when he gets to play and you like that football where he has to throw the ball and, it, and it's kind of like all on his shoulders and, oh, I got to chunk it, got to chunk it, got to chunk it. Yeah, they got the kid Cook banged up a little bit. So the run game is taking a hit. The Eagles, Carson Wentz, they're figuring it out. All right? And they're going to play well at home. Bottom line. So I'm going to roll with the Eagles. 
Yeah, I got the Eagles at home as well. Um, really, for me, it comes down to Carson Wentz making the plays. They've been kind of, you know, Eagles have been kind of, you know, struggling a little bit this, you know, to start the season. But I mean, listen, that's what happens in September. I mean, you're going to see what's going to happen with the Eagles toward the end of the season. They're a championship team, and they they have they have a championship pedigree. They're going to figure it out. Now is the time where they're going to start rattling off some wins, and I do think it starts here um, at home against the uh, the Vikings who may not end up being as good as people predicted them to be. I mean, I don't think they're going to be terrible by any means, but right. I definitely think that the Vikings are taking another L this week. Um, if, it, if they were at home, maybe it'd be a little bit different, but I, shit, I, I might even still pick the Eagles on the road, but I'm going to take the Eagles at home. Big, play, big plays by Carson Wentz is, is what I'm predicting. All right, here we go. We talked about it in the State of the Bird Gang. It's them fucking Cardinals flying in the big bell bottom at the Niners, the banged up. You know, fucking backup quarterback. God knows what else happening. Fucking Niners. And I personally, I think a slightly disrespectful line. But I do kind of get it from Vegas perspective. It's three for it's three for the Niners at home. Mm-hmm. Why, do, why does the Bird Gang win? Well, the Bird Gang wins because they're going to put together a decent game plan for the young boy Rosen. And our playmakers are going to make plays. And we dropped a lot of passes in our last loss. We did. And... Uh, Passes that normally don't get dropped. They're going to make those plays. Defense is going to step up big time. We're going to get our first victory out of him. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I'm sure you'll be happy to know that I am making this my my bookie bet of the week. Ooh. The Cardinals go on the road and they get it done behind one. Rosen Rosen. That's right. Rosen, He's been releasing the ball better and better as he plays more. Um, you know, the kid's got it, man. He'll, he'll take time. Get Like, don't overreact, people. Let him fucking settle in. Let him, you know, get even more comfortable with some of his, his options in the playbook and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, man, the Niners is going to be it's gonna be rough goings for the Niners. Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to be the prettiest game in the world, but um, I do think they are going to start finding, they're going to start finding some, some uh, clearance toward the end of the game and pull away a little bit. Um... I think I think this is honestly, and I think this is this is a perfect game for um, for Rosen to really start building some confidence. They're yeah. on the road. They're they're playing. They're playing a, a popular fan base that's probably thinks that they're that probably thinks as delusional as Niners fans can be. They probably think they're going to win this game, and uh, I don't. I think they're. I think the Niners, or the Cardinals are going to be able to lean on some good play from Rosen. Hopefully, get DJ loose and uh, hopefully get some. Uh, some uh, good plays, you know, from from them from them DBs on the back, and throw some looks at CJ Beathard to confuse them. Hopefully, get a couple picks. I'm taking the Cardinals on the road as my my bookie bet of the week. So there you go, the boys. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of speaking of staying in the uh, NFC West, the other NFC West matchup, it's the Red Hot Rams at the Squawks, the Seahawks, ah! and the line is a. <laughs> <laughs> Touchdown and a half line for the Rams on the road against the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, you know, the Seahawks play good ball at home. I'm not going to take that from them. CenturyLink is one of the hardest places to play in the NFL. It gets super loud up there. You know, those those uh, old Seattle fans drinking that Starbucks, getting all juiced up on them. Them eight, three or four shots of espresso in their mocha chocolate mm-hmm. lattes and they're hugging their trees. And, uh, <laughs> they get wild. Now they get wild. And they're smoking their good weed up there. They get wild. Now they get wild. But... Mm-hmm. The Rams, a battle-tested, poised offensive team, a cocky, mean defensive team, and a sound special teams team. 
go up there and get very, the victory. Very sound. Yes, sir. Go up there and get the victory against the Seattle team who is gaining momentum. Let's not be let's be clear. Like they're they're not, you know, they're 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 starting to, to figure themselves out. But the, the fucked up part about it is the Rams know exactly who they are. So while exactly. Seattle's, Seattle's Seattle's figuring, the Rams will be scoring big touchdowns, and that's just how it's gonna go. The game for Todd Gurley yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Uh JB, I'm sure you can appreciate this. The way I feel about the uh, Seahawks chances is the way uh, Earl Thomas felt as he was being carted off the field. That's oh. right. A big Stone Cold Steve Austin finger to you. It ain't happening. Fuck You're going you. to lose to the Rams. <laughs> You're going to get dominated in all three phases. And uh, don't be surprised. Perhaps a bold prediction. If the Seahawks end up finishing last in this division. You got damn right, man. man. There are problems. They'll never admit it, but there are problems behind closed doors in their organization. Yeah. Uh, way too much tape. They're going to force... I mean, listen, we already know the game plan. The Rams are going to be chasing Russell Wilson all up and down that goddamn field. And, uh, yeah, the Rams are going to go in there, and they're going to they're gonna kick their teeth in. Are they going to win by 21? No, but I'll be damned if they don't win by fucking 14. Uh, right. I got the Rams on the road as well. No question. Nothing more to be said on that. Uh, ooh, a fine Texas matchup. Six shooters and ten gallon hats ready. It's a- get them look, get them stretching boots ready. Get the can, the Copenhagen ready. Get the, get the ten gallon hats ready. Saddle up them goddamn horses. Round up the wagon. It's the Battle of Texas, baby. We got the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans down there wow. in Texas, wow. NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. Man, this, that is. This mm-hmm. this one might be as equally yoked as the Jacksonville and Kansas City game, as far as you know, and, and, and yeah. also with the Baltimore and Cleveland game. Man, you're looking at two teams that you look one on one side. Houston Houston passed the ball well, and the running game is pretty good. Dallas doesn't throw the ball very well, but they have this little fucker named Ezekiel Elliott who who made right. great things happen for him last week. He's really the reason why they won. Should have got the game ball. They're pretty pretty sure he did. So. Now it comes down to whose defenses are going to hold up. And you're talking about two pretty good defenses now. Let's be real, because Dallas, <laughs> Dallas' defense is deceptively sneaky good. And Houston's defense, again, is gaining momentum. So, man, what do we got going on here? Uh, you know, know. It's, it's actually kind of tough. This, this, is, this is a rough one. This is a rough one. Um, you can't really say it's a home game for Houston because, you know, the Dallas, the Dallas faithful travels well. Uh... Yeah, you know, I, honestly, man, I have to go with, and not, it's not much more experience, but I have to go with the more experienced quarterback on this one, and, and Dak Prescott. I feel like um, Deshaun Watson is going to play well, but I think he's going to throw a couple picks, trying to force some balls into some spots that down really aren't there. And also, let's be clear, the Texas offensive line is not that not great, and right. Dallas defensive line is really good. So yeah, I, I gotta go with Dallas on this one, man. Not not by much. Kid. It might be a field goal. Hell, it might be a one point victory. But I gotta go with the goddamn boys on this. Yeah, is uh, to to use a uh, to use a phrase about a uh, about a horse you can lead a horse to water, but damn it, you can't make him drink. And uh, I like the Cowboys in a low scoring, holding out to maybe another fucking field goal win to beat the Texans, who are still kind of inconsistent. Of course, we already know who their playmakers are, but 
you know, Cowboys a, a, a little bit more sound on both sides of the ball. I think they're going to control the line of scrimmage better. Dak will do just enough. They're going to, of course, lean on that half-shirt, chipmunk-looking motherfucker Zeke Elliott to make some plays. Well, I think he's going to get loose for a couple big ones. Man, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm picking the boys. I'm picking the boys on the road. I mean, it's so, and it's going to be close, like you said. So, it's going to so, be more. It's going to be more of a hold. I think you said it. It's going to be more of a hold your water type of game. So, so, That's really so, what it comes so, down to. Which so, team is going to hold their water? So, is it safe to say that this is going to be an old-fashioned Mexican standoff? Exactly. Yeah. Man, wow, wow, remember wow. the Alamo reviewers. You know what I'm saying? That's all that. that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, word to Clint Eastwood, goddammit. Word to Clint Eastwood. Cowboys win on the road. We're both picking it. And finally, Monday Night Football. Cue that music right now. You it's ready? the Deadskins at the Saints. The Saints, high powered offense. This The Deadskins, sneaky good. I don't know. The line is thick for the Saints at home, but the Saints aren't a guaranteed win at home either. No, not anymore. They're not. Um, mm-hmm. This is my thing. Now, Washington, like we said, you just said about sneaky good, right? Their defense is playing really good football. Let's be clear. They're playing exceptionally good football. But think about old Drew Brees. Nobody puts baby in a corner, bro. Like, nobody. <laughs> like nobody puts baby in the corner. You don't do that. Drew is gonna throw for fucking four hundred yards, right? The Saints are gonna remember I said remember, remember the saying last year what I used to always say the Saints are gonna score. Mm-hmm. Can the Redskins? Yeah, you know what I'm saying that that's the problem. The Saints are gonna score no matter how well the Redskins defense is playing. The Saints are gonna find a way to get the ball in the fucking end zone. Can the Redskins? I don't think they can. I'm gonna go with New Orleans in the big. Gumbo Bull, baby. Yeah, 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 man. Um, yeah, uh, honestly, this this is another this is another one of those classic games. If if it were switched in terms of location, I'd probably pick the other team. But I'm gonna pick the Saints to win, and I think it's you know like like my man said, I think it's gonna come down to you know more more high powered offense. Uh, Drew Brees shots and salute to Drew Brees. I think it happened. I think it happened this past week. Drew Brees surpassing one Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh, with all-time passing yards. All-time passing yard leader. Man, tell you what, man. Uh, Drew Brees, shout out to you, bro. With how, how your career was playing out, they fucking wrote you off when you are coming, coming out of San Diego. And now you're a first ballot Hall of Famer. Incredible career. Um, yeah, man, I think, I think you're going to be slinging it. I'm curious to see what um, young Alvin Kamara does in this game. Um, you know, I mean, listen, Alex Smith. You know, he he's a he's a Mister Reliable. Not the most exciting playmaker in the world, but yeah, man, Red, Redskins just don't have enough. I don't think to keep up tit for tat when it comes to making them plays. Uh, Bears and Buccaneers are off this week, so uh, we will see reviewers Savage picks Week Five. Who is right? Who is wrong? Who is both right? Who is both wrong? Um, but we appreciate you sticking with us for almost a full hour. We got one more quick oh, segment yeah. coming up after our patented. Live read from our coveted sponsors that you gotta fuck with, and that's my bookie. Word. That's right, reviewers. We are brought to you by our fine sponsor, and that's my bookie. Look, reviewers, sure, watching football is fun, but what's more entertaining is once you have some action on the games. Guys, you heard us talking about this for weeks now, and some of you are still on the sidelines, right? Whether you're an expert or a rookie, look, you should be betting at my bookie. 
Now, if you're the kind of guy or girl that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win, and if you hit all three, you can turn 100 into 600. That's right. The viewers $100 into $600. There's so much to bet on. Playoff baseball, hockey, primetime fights, and more. My bookie is the one bet we know you'll be happy with all year. That's right. We recommend these guys because we really trust them. My bookie has been in business for years. They've got great online reviews, and their mobile site is easy to use. So if you're on the sidelines, now is the time to get in the game, and my bookie will still match your first deposit dollar for dollar, but you got to join now because they will be pulling that offer, reviewers out there. So make sure you log on to MyBookie right now and double your money. Use promo code Benny and we'll get your first deposit match 100%. 100%. That's promo code Benny. MyBookie. You play, you win, and you get paid. Bottom line. Okay, that's right. Bottom shout out to MyBookie and shout out to all you guys rocking with us. We want to end you on a uh, segment that JB has created that has been hilarious for us because we can we can cover a whole gamut of different topics um and we want to get rapid fire opinions his thoughts on what's going down and i put together a few because i'm genuinely curious to think see what he is all about on all this shit you heard us talking about a couple weeks ago and we are bringing it back uh q that fucking patented 25 lighters instrumental right now because that is the music for this segment it's jb's you with it or not Oh, man. And I got five to throw at my man before we get up on out of here. Uh, starting out with something that I'm not sure that he is aware of, but I'm mm-hmm. going to bring it to his attention right now. Reviewers, you know we talk about boxing, and uh, you know how much we love to laugh at uh, our boy, friend of the show. He may not know it, but damn it, he's friend of the show. As uh, the camera pushes in on our guy, the legend Roy Jones Jr., he, oh, does, yeah. he does his patented shoulder. He's rolling that shoulder. Well, JB, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you knew this or not, but uh, he's going to have to find a different place to roll that shoulder because after 45 years, HBO is pulling boxing off of their channel. That's right. They are no more boxing on HBO. No more fights after dark. No more fucking pay per view fights. None of this shit. None of them guys being in mid conversation and somebody gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah. It's a wrap. The only guy they're keeping apparently is Jim Lampley for some more like documentary long form shit, but you're not going to be able to watch boxing anymore on HBO. JB, no more boxing on HBO. Are you with it or not? What? I'm not with it. Crazy. I'm not I'm with it. Like, my reviewers. That's not, that's not cool at all, man. Like, how long have we been? 45 years. And I'm only 38, and I've been watching boxing on HBO for at least a good 25 years of my life because I'm a boxing fan. Come on, man. Like, what the fuck? Hey, somebody, HBO must have got a big-ass motherfucking pay from somebody uh, to get them out of that. Wow. I'm not with it. I'm not with it. This is going to be hella weird, bro. I'm just not with it. Okay. He's, he's not he's not with it. Simple as that. Yeah, man. No, no more boxing on HBO. It's going to be more streaming, more PPC. It's different different times. Speaking of different times, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it football, but this is an interesting development. I'm, I'm wondering if you're aware of this organization. So there is a, there is a new league. We talk about the AAF coming in town, fucking Vince McMahon's crazy ass is bringing back the XFL. Right. But there's another league that's under the radar. And I just got hit to this, you know, being in the entrepreneurial world, I got the email about this. A new league 
called the States Developmental Football League just raised $2 million for their league. And basically what they are is they are, they are a new developmental football program with, with what they call a revolutionary purpose to prepare their athletes for future success, future success on and off the field. And their whole program combines league based professional football with programs designed to equip players with the skills they need to be successful post football. It's going to be about revenue sharing, being a lot more transparent about the business. And they already have eight teams in their league for the 2018 season. It's going to be 11 man NFL, CFL style rules and regulations. And uh, they have teams in Little Rock, Fayetteville, Houston, Austin, Charlotte, Raleigh, Greenville, and Columbia, South Carolina. JB, this new type of football league that's more transparent and more friendly for the players, it sounds like. You with it or not? I'm with it. I'm with it. Anytime that there's another league that's similar to NFL rules, I'm all for it. Because that's another opportunity for guys that don't happen to make it in NFL to get to play at the next level. Uh, and then a lot of guys that are going to play in this supplemental league and the Alliance League uh, and the XFL are going to get opportunities to get to the big league. It's basically uh, the same structure as MLB right now, uh, with with the D league, with you know, so with the with the, with the AAA, AA. It's an opportunity for guys to get paid and continue to play the game that they love. But with this supplemental league, they're educating guys about post football, and I love it. Which is, uh, I'm, I'm 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 currently writing a book, and it's called Surviving the Game, which is is, is basically the whole just the book is about post. That's what it's about. It's about having a plan and about living life to the fullest after you get through and being able to do things that you love and putting forth plans and making making efforts to be uh, to not have to punch nobody's fucking clock, but continue to do things that that are important to you and things you love. That's awesome. I'm with it. There it is. Uh, State again. If reviewers are on, check it out. Look up State's Developmental Football League. It looks like just you know, like a lot of these these new leagues, you know, that don't have a billion dollars behind them. You know, they're, they're seeking venture capital to get going, but they already hit their $2 million goal. And I thought that was dope. And, and I'm rooting for them. They got some good people behind them, good business people, PhD, MBA type folks that know football as well. And, and that's dope. Uh, now taking it into comedy and in the movies. All right. Obviously reviews, you know, I'm doing my stand up thing. And of course we crack our jokes, as you know, on this fucking recording. Always. But I got an interesting, I got an interesting angle to pitch my man here. Uh, Kevin Hart. Fantastic comedian, guy I'm, I'm connected to a little bit in, in in these comedy streets. Obviously, we know we know the type of work he puts in. He's got a gigantic fan base, right? But at the same time, we know the type of movies he does. They do well, but sometimes, damn it, you kind of feel like you've seen them before, right? Well, apparently that's changing. He is co-starring in a new movie called The Upside. Now, I just saw this trailer, and basically the concept of it is he plays a you know a former uh, uh like a parolee, a felon. You know, I guess typical shit for a typecast role. So that gets out of the joint, and then he needs a job. He ends up linking up with Brian Cranston. That's uh, the dad from Malcolm in the Middle, a.k.a. Heisenberg from Breaking Bad, who's a quadriplegic. Now, if you you feel like you've heard this concept before, reviewers out there, it's because it's a remake of a popular French film that I actually haven't seen, but surprisingly, I I knew a lot of people that have, and they're kind of salty about it, but that's another story for another day. It's called The Untouchables. Which is apparently the mm-hmm. highest grossing non-English film of all time. It came out in like 2011. So basically, it's like the American version of that. It's called The Upside. So basically, it's Kevin Hart playing a more dramatic role. Kind of switching it up. 
JB, just hearing it without even knowing about the movie or maybe even seeing the, seeing the trailer, you with it or not? I'm with it, man. I'm all for growth. And there are a lot of comedians that have that have played. Just just for example, our man Dave Chappelle is playing in a movie. Uh, what's it called with uh, Lady Gaga? Uh, Star is Born. A Star is Born. Yeah, the shit with Bradley Cooper. Right. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's 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 um, based on a true story, and he's playing a more dramatic role, which is awesome. I'm all for growth. These guys are talented. They can they, you know it takes a lot. As Benny knows, it takes a lot to get up there and put together a show, put together uh, the, the 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 pieces of the puzzle to get up there and put together a good performance. So they're totally capable of it. So just just because they fall into a certain genre. And a certain niche when it comes to movie making because that's comfortable for them and that's making the money does not mean that they can't venture off and 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 let's say diversify their bonds. You know what I'm saying when it comes to their acting career. Wu Tang Financial. <laughs> yes, diversify your bonds, bitches. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, man, I, I agree. Kevin Hart, do your thing, bro. Make some money. Hopefully, you can get some awards. Uh, sounds like JB's with it, so that's dope. Um. Got a couple more for you, and uh, we're gonna take it. It is it is playoff season for the, for the for the MLB, and so we got it. We got to talk about your your boys. The pinstripe starts spreading the news. The Yankees. So maybe you saw this video. So they there was a video of the wild card game, and a young kid, white kid, kind of a hippie sort of vibe. He's in the stands. He's in the Bronx. It's rowdy as fuck. They're beating the, the they're beating the the A's because. Let's be honest, reviewers. That's just kind of what happens when the A's play the Yankees. That's right. And uh, the Yankees beat the A's. And this this young man, to his credit, he he didn't lose his cool. Although, shit, I, I wouldn't blame him if he did. He got doused with fucking beer at the game. But it ends up being a happy story. You know, you know how Twitter is. As you say, bro, the internet's undefeated. The A's find him. They give him a bunch of shit. In terms of like swag and tickets and all that shit, mm. and then he ends up linking up with the cats that threw beer on him, and they took him out for drinks. And I'm gonna send you this after the podcast. They filmed a fucking hilarious sketch for Instagram. They had they had this cat in the Bronx with a bunch of fucking Dominican hoes putting their fucking putting their cheeks on him. Hey. The fucking the brotherhood between the Yankees fans and the and the A's fans. You you with you with it or not? I'm all for it. Damn it! Look. It, it, when it all boils down to it, sports is the greatest. It's the greatest conduit. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it, it's the one that brings everybody together. It don't matter race, color, creed, religion. It's the one that brings everybody together. So yeah, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some fucking some 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 tempers flaring, and it's gonna be some 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 bad blood. And, but that's just all a part of the game because these people are real fans. They love their squads. They're all for them, and they die for them. Live and die. So I'm, I'm all for it, man. That, that that's beautiful. The fact that those guys can can humble themselves and say, you know what, man, we was wilding. Check this out. Come hang out with us. We're gonna, you know, throw some ass on you. You know, sauce you up real good. Show you a good time. Just as a a, a token of our apologies and and, our, and you know what I'm saying and, and us being you know totally remorseful about what we did. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say that sketch because let's just say, no spoiler alert, but let's just say. Uh, your man, your man gets a little gets a little get back, and it's pretty funny. So I'm gonna I'm gonna send you that right after this. All right, cool. And finally wrapping up, I think you posted a meme about this uh, last week. Whenever it happened, reviewers, I think as JB said, uh, maybe he should have been dancing all up in the video. Uh, your man, Shug Knight. Oh, he's finished. 
he he got he got about he got about thirty of them years. He'll probably serve most of them. But we're not talking about Suge Knight. We're actually talking about his son. Oh, bro, Suge Knight's son has footage and reason to believe that Tupac is still alive. Tupac lives in Malaysia. Is is Tupac alive? Are you with it or not? Is Tupac still alive? Has he been here the whole fucking time? Well, you know, I think about you know the whole the whole incident that is Tupac being shot in Vegas. You know, if I recall properly, Tupac never had a funeral. Am I right? I think you are right. There was never a funeral like how Biggie had a funeral and a procession that rolled through Brooklyn. It was crazy, right? Tupac never had that. So, it ain't too far-fetched for me to, to say that this man's alive. Like, he... It's it, 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 it's 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 weird. He did name himself Machiavelli, who we know returned from the dead. That was his whole thing. Is Tupac still alive? I believe so. I believe so. I believe Tupac's still alive. On the record, uh, Tupac's alive. And damn it, that that's what that's what we're going out on. Reviewers, we love you for rocking with us. Go watch the football. Go live your life. We we really genuinely appreciate you rocking with us. We love you. Love you. Love you. We love you. We love you. At JB and Benny Blue, JB and Benny Blue Review.com for all your past episodes. Get at us. Oh, quick quick shout out. Quick shout out. Quick shout out. Shout out to the Reedley College Tigers. My son, James. At James underscore Dave Finest. Six, whatever the fuck his name is now on social media. Anyway, go. My son, James, balling out. uh, Got his first Division One offer. Uh, it, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, he hadn't even told me who the team yeah. was yet because I don't think the coach shared it with him, but his teachers have been telling him congratulations all week. So, good, good things shit. are happening. The Reedley College Tigers are undefeated. They're 5-0 and right now in the Juco team right. of things. And it's a beautiful thing, man. So, shout out to them boys. They're getting into a lot of conference play. They're all off this week. My son's still in L.A. with his mom. They're off this week, and they're getting to a lot of conference play coming up starting next week. So we will be shooting to, to Cali, you know what I'm saying? Going back to Cali like LL Cool J here on the weekend of the 21st. Mm-hmm. So, my peoples, I'll let you guys know, but I'll be in Cali. You know what I'm saying? The weekend of the yeah. 21st, baby. Yeah. Shout out to him, man. That, that's dope. Shout, shout out to fucking Reedley. And yeah, man, keep them offers coming in. I know I know he's handling his business, you know, on campus and obviously on the field and you know I, I, I wouldn't expect it I wouldn't expect it any other way. All right. Um so yeah man, shout out to him. Shout out to everybody rocking with us. Um shout out to DJ Hydro. He's Hydro. a solid dude. The 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 official DJ of Miss the podcast. You, I got to link up with him last night. We got some things in the works. He will, he'll, he'll definitely be making out making his way out to the desert. And reviewers, we're going to have some information with the exact date with our 100 episodes party. We want you to come fuck with us. We will be promoting this. We're going to have some special guests in the building. And it's going to be fun. So we're going to get you some more information on that coming up. That's going to be at Dave & Buster's. Most likely, we'll, we'll say most likely Dave & Buster's, but it looks like it's going to be at Dave & Buster's in Hollywood. Fantastic location. Fun place to go just on a Friday night. Because he's in there making that bitch feel like the club. Yeah, man. A shot to him. He's was going to link up with him. He had, he, he had just got off the road, so we, we hadn't seen him in a minute. So I got to link up with him. And shout out to everybody else rocking with us. At JB and Benny Blue. Again, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox. Yep. Spotify, iHeartRadio. Subscribe, five-star rate. All that good shit. And that's it. Until next time, it's been the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. We'll holla, man. Hey, reviewers, we love you. Love you today. We love you. Love you. And we out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.